Welcome back to the Figured It Out podcast. My name is Emma. And I'm Natasha. And wow, it's just you and me in the studio today. I know. We've gone like three weeks now with having like guests on, like kind of hijacking the podcast. But like, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I was thinking about this the other day. We've just hit, well, we kind of passed, but we are just at a year of interviewing people. Like we started yes. at about this time last year, the Super mm-hmm. Bowl episode a couple weeks ago was the first time that we interviewed someone on our podcast. Yeah, that was the first time. And I remember like we recorded at this random table that I don't think it's ever been sat at in mm-hmm. our house, except for to record that we have a Polaroid picture of it. Um, we didn't have this equipment. Yeah, we had like one mic amongst the three of us. It was so different. And yeah. so like, it's kind of fun to see how far we've come. But um, it's been really fun to have guests on. And something that I think has been... On- like a good learning experience for us just Mm -hmm. learn from people who know more than we do for sure I think yeah I've really enjoyed it but also there is an aspect of just like oh just us having a conversation and like Mm -hmm. that ebb and flow of both people on and and just you and me right because you know people really are here for us Josh (laughs) (laughs) the guys take over numbers would say otherwise yeah that's true that's true why did you guys like that podcast so much (laughs) it hurt our feelings just kidding it didn't I just was it did so well and Mm -hmm. Emma and I well, this is you don't have to agree with me on this, but it was just funny to watch the numbers like go so quickly up versus mm-hmm. like our other podcasts like having within a week hit that, right? Right. And so like to have it be matched with podcasts that have been out for a year was mm-hmm. just like, oh, you guys wanted to hear yeah. that. But we're thankful the guys did it. We're thankful that you guys listened to mm-hmm. both them and to us. And we're excited to continue interviewing people and exactly. bringing you information. Yeah. And if you have no clue what we're talking about, if you scroll back like two podcasts or something, you'll see a guy's takeover podcast. They did a podcast um, about their perspective on things because we can't speak from their perspective. Um, and that's not normal. It's normally just us. So if that was your first time listening to the podcast and now you're staying like, Welcome to the Figure It Out podcast. It's yeah. normally just Natasha and I. <laughs> and we're talking about a new topic today, making decisions. Yeah. And like this takes place in a variety of areas, right? Mm-hmm. Like making decisions covers careers, relationships, financial, just like life decisions. Like should you move? Where should you live? Like those type right. of things. And those are big things we're talking about. But there's also just little decisions like what should I do this weekend? Should I go to Dairy Queen? Like... Should I be Emma, a part? Emma, wait, let's stop for a second. Do we ever really consider should I go to Dairy Queen or is it when do I go to Dairy Queen? You know that's that's true, Tosh. <laughs> the other day, you guys, Emma had a craving for for what pretzel bites, pretzel no. sticks, like Pret- soft pretzels yeah. with queso. I get home from work and she's sitting on the couch with one of her roommates. You work from home. Well, yeah, but I had to go to the Capitol. That oh yeah, day. that's right. That's yeah, right. I come home and they're sitting on the couch and Emma goes, "How do you feel about soft pretzels?" I was like, I like them generally. She goes, okay, we're going to Dairy Queen. <laughs> and then, like, proceeded to try to convince us two roommates that we're home, but wasn't getting as far as, like, I think I would have been convinced, but it wasn't, like, a first year yes. Mm-hmm. One of our other roommates gets home, and Emma's like, do you want to go to Dairy Queen? I was like, oh, yes, 100%. When are we going? Yeah. So then we ended up Dairy Queen for pretzel b- bites, sticks. Yeah, pretzel sticks. Ended up with meals and blizzards, and it was yeah. great. It was like the pretzel sticks. I'm just going to be transparent here. The pretzel sticks were $2.99. We ended up spending <laughs> $45 at Dairy Queen. And one of that was spent on a, on a pup cup. For yeah, Brecken. Brecken was so excited. It was kind of funny. Like, we all piled into the car and, like, went through the drive-thru. Brecken was freaking out. Anyway, so that was a decision we had to make. And so there's so we're waiting. gonna walk you through how we did that. Just yes. So it all starts with a craving. Um, <laughs> no, no. And so yeah, decision making can can weigh from should I go to Dairy Queen to like should I make this career move and move to Maine and become a digital 
IT specialist. Exactly. So, different things were way in here. Um, but in, in short, like decisions are a very stressful part of life. And I think sometimes we hype up decisions too much. Like there's like these quotes of like every decision has the potential to change your destiny. And sometimes we don't take them seriously enough. Like every decision has the potential to change your destiny. Like we should take them more seriously. And so I know that's kind of like a, okay, what do I do with this? Like these two extremes, but they're both true. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just like, sometimes you want practical advice of like, how do you get from point A to point B when it comes to making a decision? Mm-hmm. Because it can be so overwhelming. And like you said, there is gravity to what you decide. And so having a process that you know, like does bring wisdom into that and does allow you time to think about it, I think is so important. Yeah. And so today we're, we've got like five, I think it is, five things, kind of like timeline-y, to-do listy things when you're making a decision. And again, like we want to emphasize and we'll show examples like this doesn't need, need to be just about should I date this person or it doesn't just need to be about should I get Starbucks or Caribou. Like it all, all like weights it applies to. Yeah, and so if you think like, oh, I I don't know how I would make a career decision through this aspect of it, Mm -hmm. like that's okay. But also know that this is stuff that does, it can be applied Mm -hmm. to all these different areas. And so the examples that you hear are going to be a variety of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think too, like you take all this also in comparison to the gravity of the decision, Yeah. right? Like, should I get Starbucks or not? Is just like, maybe it doesn't need to have like all these people that you bring into it. But there's still the <laughs> sense of like, do you reflect on like, what are your goals mm-hmm. financially? Like there's yeah. there's aspects of this that can be applied to both mm-hmm. major decisions and minor. Yeah. Let's hold that Starbucks example for when we get to our third point. Um, and just like how you can make important decisions even on things that aren't that important. But to get started, let's kick it off. Our first kind of point of when you're faced with a decision is to just research and reflect on that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we try to make a decision without all the information. Mm -hmm. And when we go through like this decision-making process in this episode, you have to start with understanding what is on the line, right? Like what is the actual decision that you're making? If it's a job, like what are all the aspects of the company? Like this Mm -hmm. is where you need to do your research. You need to ask good questions and really like come up with information so that you have a good understanding of what is actually going on. Right. And so like get, just understand the whole gravity of the whole situation. So let's say, let's go on the career thing for a while. This job is, works with, tesla and you just love that organization like you can't just be like oh i want to work with tesla so i'm going to do this job you have to think about what kind of responsibilities are there am i going to be able to do this job well do i have the skills for it are these benefits like do i want this kind of benefit for a job is this location somewhere that i can work do they offer something that's important to me like being hybrid or remote like if you're only being drawn in by one aspect then i think you're you're not looking at it fully so even though there is this one thing that you're really drawn to so let's like switch it up it's a person Mm -hmm. like let's just say you're really interested in this person and you love like their take on you politics like their political views you're just like man we align and you're making a decision of like is this a person like a potential partner if you're not considering the whole decision like you can't just like thrive off of similar political opinions Mm -hmm. like you have to consider the whole thing Exactly. And I think a lot of that does play into not looking at just the highlights of a situation, Mm -hmm. but also like having a very realistic look at what could go wrong. What Mm -hmm. is negative? What are the potential risks of this? Yeah. And I think that just comes from a lot of time researching and reflecting, because if you rush over and just focus on, okay, I have this salary, right? Or he's like, 
a great guy in this area, but you're missing all of these other aspects. I think mm -hmm. that you're just limited in how much you can really make a wise decision by yeah. because your your understanding of the situation is limited. Exactly. And so like doing that research and reflection. And so maybe if it's a job, just understanding the company more. If you can talk to someone at the company and understand the company culture, the company's role, like what this job would look like, do that. Or if it's considering a person to date, like, or considering a person, like go on dates with them and reflect on that too. Mm -hmm. Like if you need to like decide if there are your potential spouse, that's how you do that research. Um, so figuring out all of the, the aspects of the situation um, because first off it's super important to know that when you're bringing it to other people for advice but secondly you don't want to make the decision and come to realize you didn't fully consider the consequences of the decision mm -hmm. completely agree I think like for an example when I accepted the position I have currently I <laughs> my one year review I was talking about how I didn't realize there was going to be so much emphasis on lobbying I thought it was more emphasis on research right and presenting that at certain points to the legislature mm -hmm. but not so much like chasing down senators and representatives mm -hmm. to talk to individually in that sense and so I think that's something where it's like oh if I had known what questions to ask even if I had dug a little bit deeper into the company into like their past work I would have mm -hmm. understood that but yeah. it just wasn't as clear in the job description and never really came up in our conversations that we had a different idea of what meetings meant mm -hmm. and so just like that one word I thought that meant like actual meetings versus the lobbying side where mm -hmm. you're just there. Yeah. And so I do think it pays off to do research, to have informational interviews, to talk to people and really understand the situation. Mm -hmm. But also it's so important to understand like yourself in this situation. What do you want? Because otherwise I think it's hard to really make a clear decision. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of figuring out like if, is this decision bringing me closer to where I want to be? Mm -hmm. And so by, by having this and like you always hear this, you always hear this in the dating realm. So I'll just stick with it. I know we're kind of focusing on relationships a lot right now. Is like write down what you want in a future spouse before you are using that to measure a person. You know, mm -hmm. like when you're single, when you're not crushing on someone, like that's when you need to make a list of what you care about. Because then like when you have that potential um, person you're evaluating, you're able to check that off without like the cloudiness of making that list exactly and so do that with a job too do that with a trip you want to take do that with whatever you're making the decision about like make clear goals and make sure that whatever decision you're making is aligning with those goals mm -hmm. justin recently got one of our puppies right one of brecken's mm -hmm. puppies i don't know if we said that he had puppies in the podcast i think we might have he did if anyone wants one brecken's a boy brecken fathered some puppies yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> anyways so justin was trying to decide between the puppies right and they're all super cute, right? There's a lot of similar temperaments. They're yep. adorable. And he was just like, I just don't know, like, which one to choose. And I told him, I was like, make a list of what you want in a dog because that's going to help influence beyond, like, the cuteness factor, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's just like you said, it applies to any, like, size of a decision. Mm -hmm. That It's just practical to know what do you want to get out of this because then that can help narrow down, like, where, where you might align with this organization, mm -hmm. where you might not like this aspect of a job. Or how well you are compatible to that person. Right. Exactly. And so writing that down, like thinking, writing down those goals and then writing down what you're actually like in is, is very easy to cross-reference then. Yeah. And like pro-con lists, like those are great for decision making. Like they're a classic. They've been around forever. If you watch Gilmore Girls, like Rory Gilmore did that. Mm -hmm. And so I think like writing things down, I'm always a proponent of writing things down. It helps you think slower. And so write down why you would do something, why you wouldn't do something or why this option's better, why this option's better. 
Yeah. So, okay. Once you have a good grasp on the, on the situation, right, you've taken time to do that. I think the next thing that you should consider is the other people involved because mm-hmm. it's not just on you. A lot of times decisions involve, you know, your, your company or the potential of a company it involves another person. It involves um, location and where that is to family, right? There's just a lot of things that, that Im, um, impact other people when you're making a decision. Exactly. And like decisions get a lot harder when you have more people involved. Like when I'm making a decision for myself, like it just, it affects me and that's important, but anytime like it affects someone else like it's so much harder yeah i think like when you're thinking of the consequences affecting Mm -hmm. people you care about that just puts a lot more weight on it yeah and it is important to take stock of what are people relying on you for like Mm -hmm. what position do you hold in this decision are you the ultimate decision maker are you offering advice on that to someone Mm -hmm. else um yeah how how just really how does this decision affect other people right and Honestly, I kind of feel like in our young adult lives, we don't feel that as much as some other instances. Like when you are married, your decisions very closely affect your partner. Mm -hmm. Or when you are a mother or a father, like the decisions you make have such an impact on your children and like in ways that you don't even understand at that point, like it has a lot of gravity. But right now it's not as big. So maybe your decision, and I'm not saying people don't like, aren't affected by your decision. I think too- there is a lot of freedom in this season of life mm-hmm. to like learn how to make decisions. Yeah. Because like you said, it's not as heavy of a consequence than someone else. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this in the past, but we really think like this is a season to create habits that build towards your future, right? That mm-hmm. you want to carry with you in life. And I think learning how to make a decision wisely is a really important thing. Mm-hmm. And even just like, then if you're not, if it's just affecting you, mm-hmm. just, I think, like, still take time to walk through making a decision proactively and mm-hmm. wisely because you're setting yourself up for, you know, how that impacts people in the future. Yeah. You know, whether that's, like, a financial decision and, and mm-hmm. that comes, I don't know. Yeah. You can spiral into all these mm-hmm. different types of decisions that affect yeah. pe- future people. One thing I want to say, and I don't want to, I want to say this carefully, is, like, consider if it really matters who it's affecting. I don't know if I said that well. What do you mean by that? I mean, like, leaving a job affects your company. Mm-hmm. But do you really need to consider them in that situation? Yeah. But in other cases, me moving affects the four roommates I've committed to paying rent with for our, on our lease. Mm-hmm. You know? And I have a lot more responsibility to care for and respond to my roommates than I do my company in a way. Because I've made like a very personal commitment to them versus, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I don't want to say like there are certain commitments you can just be lax on. But like when you sign a job offer, you're not committing to be there for a certain amount of time unless obviously that's on the offer. But you know what? I, I don't know yeah. if I'm saying this well. No, I think that is really important. Mm-hmm. I think that's so true. Like you you don't have to let everybody that is impacted by this mm-hmm. job Im- or by this decision influence you. Yeah. So consider like leaving a job and starting your own business. You do not have to not do that because you're like, ah, but my current company that has 500 plus employees really needs me to stay in this job. Mm -hmm. Like there's a, but you might need to say, wow, my two kids who rely on my income to get food really rely on me to have a steady income. So who it's affecting might change that decision a lot. And I know that's not super applicable to young adults because you probably don't have two kids, but you know what I mean? Well, I think the roommate example is great. Like there mm-hmm. just are decisions that have more priority because mm-hmm. – or not more priority, but more impact in, in who you should consider. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Last thing on the making decisions that involve other people, 
maybe you need to have that conversation with them. Hmm. Sometimes you maybe can't, but other times like, hey, Natasha, I'm considering moving to Maine. What do you think that does for our friendship, for our agreement to live together on our lease, for our podcast? Like if you can have those conversations, like talk it out with people. Well, I think like when I went to D.C., that was something that happened in a really short amount of time. Mm -hmm. But I remember calling you the night that I was in Ohio, possibly like the first time I started thinking about the internship. Right. Which was like barely two weeks over when I would go to D.C. Mm -hmm. And actually, no, that was like a month before. Yeah. But it was just like, what would this mean? And I think we were both like, wow, a lot would change. Mm -hmm. And so there is that where it's just like you have to kind of weigh things and walk through things with people that are impacted by it. Yeah. And I think like that is something where like transparency is really important when you're making decisions Mm -hmm. because people don't like to be blindsided. And a lot of times people are willing to work with you, even if you're going to make a situation difficult Mm -hmm. through a decision, right? Potentially. Yeah. Because they're included. Right. And they're like, we'll help you get through this. We'll help work through this with you. But Mm -hmm. people don't like when you rip the rug out from underneath them. This reminds me of uh, like the greatest showman. Mm -hmm. I think that's right. It might not be. But how like the wife was mad at the husband because of the decisions he was making. And it wasn't because he was making these decisions necessarily, but she was like, you never asked. Like, we always made them together. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really where it's like, if this decision includes a risk, right? Mm -hmm. Like, talk to people that are involved in that. Yeah. Because they want to do that with you. I guarantee you that would, like, even if that's a hard conversation Mm -hmm. to have, or maybe, like, the the reason you're having making this decision is because, like, say you lost your, like, your job. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of different scenarios. Mm -hmm. But including people that matter within this decision in the actual decision-making process is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they can weigh in and they're walking through this with you. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. if they're going to be shouldering the responsibility of whatever decision you make, Mm -hmm. I think it's just so important to have them involved from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it's always good to talk things through, Mm -hmm. which does lead us to our next next point in a way. Um, And this is, well, we'll get to that. Sorry, which does lead us to our next point in the way. Bring in other people to the decision. Get counsel and wisdom from other people and talk through it with people. Yeah. We did an episode on getting advice. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this should be something that people maybe like listen to in conjunction with each other. Because I don't know if we covered all of this as explicitly. But we talked Mm -hmm. a lot about like where do you find wisdom from. Yeah. And I think that applies to this point. Mm -hmm. Like whatever people you consider wise in your life. Or um, people you look up to that you appreciate their their insight. Those mm-hmm. are the people you're bringing this decision to. Yeah. And and I think this what we were just saying was like, who else does this affect make that decision with them? But in a way, this is people that it doesn't necessarily affect mm-hmm. a lot. Like it, it's going to affect the people in your life because if you're walking through things together, it affects you. Like how you're doing affects other people. But these aren't the people that are now needing to bring in more income because you quit your job. Yeah. So in essence, these are people that are unbiased, right? They have Mm -hmm. an impartial view of the situation. They aren't emotionally connected to it, Mm -hmm. but also they care about you and they know you. Mm -hmm. And so I think like if this is your friends, it's your mentor, your family members, other couples in the same stage of life, talk to the people that have invested in that area of life. So if you're considering a career change, talk to the people who have mentored you through your professional life. If it's about relationships, talk to your friends and, like, the people that have poured into your relationship. Like, if it's about a trip, don't talk to someone that doesn't talk about traveling. I don't know. Or, like, find people that you've talked about this before that know you in that area of life. You know, don't talk to your boss about a financial decision you're making if you've never had that relationship with them before. Yeah. I think, though, 
I could push back on that a little bit, like okay. in the sense that you should have people that you are like walking alongside multifaceted in life. Mm-hmm. And so like with you, it's not like we just only talk about podcast decisions together. <laughs> like right. I know I can come to you with any situation and be like, I want your counsel on this. Right. And like same with my small group at, within church. Like I know I could bring decisions to them mm-hmm. and like they – I. They're an unbiased, impartial view Mm -hmm. that would give me wisdom on that. Even if it's something from a career to relationship to financial Mm -hmm. to just like basic life themes, you know. And so I think it's important that like you have people that can be multifaceted in your life. Yeah. It also is important to have people in specific areas that you Mm -hmm. are looking up to and like, you know, you really do appreciate their directed wisdom. Mm -hmm. But I would say if you don't have people that you trust with a multitude of decisions, maybe you need to find those people. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't have those people in your life, find them. Um, that comes back to making connections and forming like deep connections, not just like someone you met on a pickleball court. <laughs> Sometimes I can only think of like two things in my life. It's like, never mind. I, I think the best advice that I've heard on this comes from JP from Becoming Something, mm-hmm. where he just explained like you get everyone together and you present them with a the situation, all the facts, like the everything that you have from that yeah. research side you put in before them mm-hmm. and you just say, what is your your um, your best advice in this situation? Yeah. And you stop talking. Right. Like create a PowerPoint if you need to. Have those handouts. Mm-hmm. Print out your pro-con list. That's why it's important to like have done your research. Yeah. So when you're presenting it, it's not like, hey, what do you guys think I should do? And like not having any information to give them, but give them everything you know so that they can put themselves in their, your mind and help you make that decision. Exactly. And then I think like you have to listen to them uh-huh. because if these are people you trust, even if this isn't something you want to hear, it's really important to still listen. I think that's the, the best of it. Like I said, that's the best advice I've heard on it. Yeah. And I just think that's a really good way to get people's input. Right. So yeah, explain the situation, explain your pros and cons, and then ask them like these questions like, do you see this being beneficial to my life? would this be beneficial to the people that are dependent on me or that are around me? Ask that question. Yeah. I think a couple other questions you could throw at them is, is this like something that I should do or just something that society expects me to do? Yeah. Do you see me being peer pressured into this? Yeah, exactly. I think another one, like, does this go against like who you see me to be? Or like, does this decision align with the goals that I've already shared with you because we've been walking through life together? And Mm -hmm. so you know what's important to me. And honestly, like when I think of this question, especially there might be, different groups that you present this information to or different groupings Mm -hmm. and I think it's important to get other people's advice because like you're going to have a different response than my small group will because you've just done so much life with me and you know very deeply like who I am Mm -hmm. but other people might be able to offer like general counsel in these areas Mm -hmm. and so like you can ask these questions to multiple people or a variety of them Mm-hmm. Um, I think one really important one too is like ask people to list the harms or risks they think mm-hmm. or they see um, of this decision. Yeah. Or like what do you see going wrong in this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those should be questions you've asked yourself in that original yeah. reflection. But they're going to come up with answers that maybe you didn't mm-hmm. think about. There was a time when like I was walking through a situation and I, I had to ask my friend to say, can you please take this side like of the opposite? Like play devil's advocate for me because I so deeply want this, but I need to understand why I shouldn't too. Hmm. And I don't know if that was right or wrong, but like just like to understand the side better and just like, can you find the reasons on the other side? Cause right now I'm so fogged down with like, I want this that mm-hmm. I can't see the other reasons to not. Yeah. I think that's very true. 
And that's where I think like, even if it's not something you want to hear, you still need to just sit and listen to people Mm -hmm. because eventually like when you're not maybe as emotional about a decision Mm -hmm. or in like the very tense period of having to make a decision, Mm -hmm. you can see with a little bit more clarity where people might be right. Yeah. I think this is the biggest one of all the things we're saying tonight. I think this is like where the big emphasis is. Those first two, like you're really preparing for these discussions. Like how help help me make this decision. I do think sometimes it's hard when decisions can't be talked out because it's too personal. Yeah, that's a good point. I think still like it's very important to have people that you can still like a very important decision like you shouldn't be making alone. Mm-hmm. And so like maybe that's a smaller group of people that you're seeking counsel with, but. I think it's really important to have decision or guidance in those really big decisions. Yeah. I think there should always be someone you're comfortable bringing a decision Mm -hmm. to. And this can be, like you said, a big decision shouldn't be made alone. But like Mm -hmm. there's some smaller decisions that is really good to have someone's wisdom on. Mm -hmm. You know, just even how do I communicate this to someone? Mm -hmm. Um, Or like, do I, you know, do I say something about this situation when I think maybe they're off here? Like, Mm -hmm. do I confront them? Like to be able to rationalize maybe with someone that is completely removed from the decision Mm -hmm. but still um still you trust and still knows you and knows your intent i think Mm -hmm. can be really beneficial and then there's a there's a line in there about like gossiping that i think is very important to not cross Mm -hmm. so something that maybe talk about in a future episode yeah for sure um so moving on from that then to the next part of like take time to make a decision especially if you're able to and this is hard because there are deadlines to mm-hmm. career decisions. Like you have three days to make this decision or like you have, th- you have to answer to things in the moment. Like you can't always just sit back and be like, can I have like five business days to really reflect on this? But if you're given time, use it. Yeah. My sister was just approached with a job offer the other day mm-hmm. and they, they presented the offer to her and said, we have a week and a half before we post this publicly, but we wanted to give it to you first. And she was like, okay, like, do I accept it? Do I not? And I was just like, you know what? Honestly, you have time. I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't think you should give them an answer before, like, the, like, three days before. Like, take time to really sit with this Mm -hmm. because that is a big commitment, right? Yeah. And you want to take consideration of all these different different Mm -hmm. areas. And there really isn't a rush. Like, sometimes society, I think, and the specific situation puts pressure on you to have an answer Mm -hmm. right away. We like things immediate. Mm -hmm. And there's this fear that you're going to miss out if you don't make the right decision. So make it quickly. Yeah. But I really think that's the wrong response to a lot Mm -hmm. of decisions because time almost always is your ally. Yeah. I think it's easy to go back and forth. Like Mm -hmm. there will be things like on the daily where it's like, should I go to this? Should I not go to this? Like, should I do this? Where like I am go back and forth every 15 minutes as I make that pro con list of like the pro. Oh, yeah, I should do this. The con, I shouldn't do this. And I just go back and forth. So as long as the longer you're able to sit with it, the more you're going to realize like how you gravitate towards one answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I do think you can flesh out different things, too, when you're like going back and forth. Maybe you're answering questions in your head of like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is a risk, but now I've decided it's worth it to take. Yeah. And I think that is just good to have the time to really be confident in yourself Mm -hmm. making that decision because, yeah, I think that there there can be moments where you're like, oh, if I wasn't rushed into this, maybe I would have made a different decision. Yeah. One thing I'm thankful for when I was interviewing for a job I had prior to the one I'm in now. It was like a month long process to get the job. I had four interviews and it was long and lots of waiting. And like in that moment, it was so frustrating because it was like, I need a job. I'm out of college. Like I lost my job because of the pandemic and now I need something new and I need to make money and I'm probably going to sign a lease. Like just 
lots of stress around that. But it was also like, and looking back, I can be a lot more grateful for it now when I when I see the benefit of it. I had like a month to really take in what that decision meant um, and start to like, after every interview, picture myself with that team more and understand what my job would be doing. And they really wanted me to see that too. And they didn't want someone to commit and then be able to not, not see it through. And so I appreciate that now in the moment, man, like there was like a long drawn out process, but like the, the, the willingness for them to like be slow in this, to find the right person, I think for both of us was really important. Mm-hmm. Kind of a similar story. I had an interview offer for a position and I had like an initial screening, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was um, quite a bit of time before I got uh, an email saying, hey, we would love to actually interview you because they were really busy at the company. Mm-hmm. And in that period of time, it was like a week and a half maybe, I just came to the conclusion that I didn't see that job being Mm -hmm. a super sustainable position. And even though it would have been great in a lot of ways, I just was like, I just don't think I'm the right ideal candidate for that. And I don't think that's the best role for me. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just told them, I, I ended up saying, you know, I appreciate the offer, but I'm actually going to decline this interview because mm-hmm. I've had time to reflect and I don't want to waste your time. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I didn't want to lead them on. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, decisions, like the longer you sit with them, the more it's going to make sense. And so a piece of it, I... And so a piece of advice I'd give is like, if possible, and like this is an if possible, sit with your decision for a bit before you actually make it. So stick with the job thing I'm gonna take this job and then don't tell them that right away if you have 12 hours to sit with it if you have a day to sit with it um like pretend you've made that decision but don't actually make it yet if you're at peace with it like that's gonna be a great indicator that it's a good thing but let's say you make that decision and still you're going back and forth like maybe you you need to sit with that a little more you need to have peace about the decision you're making mm-hmm. I think too if possible if you're someone requiring a decision from somebody Give them the time mm-hmm. to make it because – and I think of this something with, like, relationships. Like, if you're a guy asking a girl out, right, like, give her time to actually think about it because I do think there's something to that of, like, mm-hmm. it's hard to make a decision immediately. But practically, how does that look? I don't know. And so this is just me saying in an ideal world. Like, sometimes you need time to process. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Honestly, so when Justin and I – we had been going out for a little while. But when he asked me to officially date – he was like, I've been thinking about this for a long time, but I know like you might not have. And so I'm just going to ask you, I don't need an answer right now, but like, would you want to be my girlfriend? And I obviously have been thinking about it for a while too. <laughs> so it's like before we had started dating and so knew like where my answer would be with that. But I do think there's something to it of like, hey, this is a big decision mm-hmm. to like move from that stage of, hey, grabbing coffee to like, okay, we're actually going to be boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And like what that means as a commitment to each other. Yeah. And so there is like, I think room to to just say I don't need an answer right now because I want you to think this through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's also a lot better to hear like, "Hey, I've thought through this," and yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like on a whim. It's like actually no. Like, what in college? Someone asked me on a date, and I said yes. And then like before I even went, I was like, "Okay, this isn't going anywhere." Wrong on me, maybe. But like in the moment, I just said yes. That's if the I- thing. Yeah, sometimes you you can't say anything but yes because you're just like whoa so caught off guard mm-hmm. yeah which again maybe that's wrong on me but like but to hear someone say like no I have thought about this and like yes is I think it's a better thing to hear I have thought about this job and I do want to work for this company mm-hmm. I have thought about whatever it is and I do want to do it like it's a big thing exactly I think like the last part of this section which honestly when I look at the notes maybe should have been more in the reflection side of things but 
taking time to pray about something and just really with that, like slowing things down even more. Mm -hmm. And honestly, maybe it's just taking time after you've gone through all those steps to reflect again. Yeah. Um, if you're not someone that like prays just to, mm -hmm. to really feel like this is a, the decision that you have a lot of peace with. You understand mm -hmm. why you're making it. You understand the risks involved. You understand the commitment level, the responsibilities, all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Think through it, pray about it, um, find peace with it and make sure that's something that you're comfortable doing. But then you have to commit. Mm -hmm. You just have to. <laughs> like, you could go back and forth forever. And, like, I've been in situations where it's like, I just need to pick one because mm -hmm. I'm driving myself insane going back and forth. So just take action on something and follow through with it and then go with it. Like, run with it. Take that decision and do it fully. Yeah. I think a lot of times young adults are paralyzed by the options before them. Mm -hmm. And so it's really easy to say, if I take this decision, I'm going to miss out on something else. Yeah. And so you you keep yourself in limbo of wondering, what is the right decision? Am I going to make the wrong one? How will that impact? And all of these questions. And I know we've just gone through, like, take your time and rationalize things and meet mm -hmm. with people and have good advice. But maybe at the end of the day, you won't have complete peace about something. <laughs> and maybe you just have to make a decision. I think so because I think there's always going to be like there's options like we live in a world with choices like there's always something and there's benefits to things and there's drawbacks to things so like the grass is always greener on the other side one might say and so you just got to go with it and you have to make the best with whatever decision mm -hmm. and something to remind yourself like this isn't the end of the world like mm -hmm. you can make a different decision at some point you can get a new job there's other things that are a little bit more permanent and then that's just where you take more time to make that decision, mm -hmm. right? And you should have a lot of people involved in that, counsel and wisdom. But I think it's just like you can still you can still have freedom to make a new decision someday. And I think a lot of times people lock themselves into yeah. like this is the ultimate choice. Right. It's like if I'm considering a job, if I don't see myself being there in 20 years, like I don't see myself being anywhere in 20 years. I mean, I do. But like, you know, there's no job I could see that. And so... Maybe you're thinking a little too big picture. I do think, like, eventually you want to, the person you marry, you're like, I need to see you with, with being with you for the rest of my life. But not the first per the person you're going on a first date with. Yeah. You don't need to feel that way about the first date. You know, stuff like that. So, like, weigh the decision a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Exactly. I think there's always going to be second guessing after you make a commitment. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think new things are hard and scary. And there's an, an adjustment period. And so, don't let that be, like, a warning that you made the wrong decision when I left my old job for my new job which it's not new anymore but I love like that first week I was like dang this is hard and I don't know what I'm doing and my old job was fun and easy and now I'm like overwhelmed like what if I would have quit then you know but like you have to like, kind of go through that or like syllabus week at school mm -hmm. everyone always is like I cannot do college and then you realize like it's manageable and you can do it and it's just new and scary and so don't let second guessing steer you out of a commitment. Again, whatever you're doing, just drive in and do it then. And I really think a lot of times people are looking for complete peace before they make a decision or after they make a decision. Mm -hmm. And you can think like, one, you won't commit, right? Because you haven't gotten that sense of peace. Or two, that you made the wrong decision because it's not easy mm -hmm. or it doesn't feel as right as it should feel. But I really just think that's something you have to push through because mm -hmm. you're never going to have something that's like 100% easy I, I just don't see that being something that is not like what ifs or drawbacks yeah. from because most decisions require mm -hmm. a little bit of sacrifice yep. or change or all of that which mm -hmm. can bring a lot of fear into it yeah so I just think you're gonna have that feeling of unsettledness or worry or apprehension regardless 
and again that's why you need to have other people counseling you because Mm -hmm. if you just make this decision solely on your own wisdom and advice I just don't think you'd have the the confidence maybe all the time to push through that yep I totally agree and at the end of the day if you made a bad decision you learn something and so I don't really know if cliche as it is I don't really know if there's such thing as a really bad decision or like failure is not or it's not failure it's learning 100 or 99 ways that didn't work but like you're learning through it and you're getting experience and and so know that like you're growing no matter what mm-hmm. okay question mm-hmm. what do you think is worse making the wrong decision or not making a decision at all probably not making a decision at all because like with the wrong decision at least you made a decision and like i just said so i think i kind of like answered it like at least you learned something and you mm-hmm. got that experience and like you have something to go off of versus not making a decision like you are paralyzed by just like making the wrong decision so you're not doing anything yeah like at least you did something yeah but that's just my thoughts do you have thoughts i know i'm trying to think of like different scenarios of like within career all that mm-hmm. i think like it also depends on if you think there is one right decision uh-huh I don't know if there really is mm-hmm. because there's just so many factors of why you can make something the right decision. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like when I think of like marriage, for example, right? Like you could marry the wrong person. But if you've married the wrong person, I think you've dated the wrong person. Like you've made so many decisions up to that point to pursue the wrong person. Mm-hmm. But once you marry that person, they're the right person because you've committed your life to them. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand there's like a lot of exceptions to that that we could work out and talk about more. And maybe not exceptions is the right word, but, like, things to consider with that. But it's just, like, I think that's the most significant decision as far as irrevocable in in life. But also, if you've, if you've used enough counsel when you get to that point, I don't mm-hmm. think you can make the wrong decision. Yeah. I think I agree. And maybe that was something <laughs> that doesn't need to be included in this podcast. No, we're including it. We're including it. I'm realizing as I reflect back on everything we talked about, we very much so talked career and relationships focused, which young adult life, like that is a huge part of it. We didn't talk about decisions like getting a tattoo or like, oh, guys, I want a tattoo so badly. Do you? Yeah. I was talking about this with my small group, some of them the other day of if you're in the, you're in the chair right now and you have to get a tattoo, what are you getting? I don't know. That's why I haven't gotten it no, yet. I'm, I'm about to put the needle in it and I'm just going to freehand draw if you don't make a decision. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you're getting figured it out logo (laughs) oh picture breaking um no if anyone has tattoo ideas i want one on my ankle and so that's the space we're working with here personally i think like if you're getting a tattoo like it should have meaning behind it Mm -hmm. and so if you're just like i just want something that's not meaningful i know and that's why i haven't gotten one yet also they're expensive okay here's the thing my sisters have tattoos and I'm just like, that's so cool. And they have like these fun memories that they associate with them. And so even if they don't like love that tattoo because they got them in some random village in another country, um, which maybe not wasn't the wisest decision. Talk <laughs> about decision making. Um, but I just am like, wow, that's like so fun to be able to say I got a tattoo when I was in Armenia, you know? And so maybe I just need to travel somewhere and then I'll just get a tattoo. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we did. We didn't talk about a whole lot of things, but like there are other decisions besides getting married and getting a job. Yeah, it's just that it's easy to come up with examples on that, you guys. It's so super easy because that takes so much time and processing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're young adults. Exactly. Um, I realized at the beginning of this podcast, I said when we reach point three, let's talk about going to Starbucks. We left that just like completely untied, and at this point, we're not going back. But I just want to acknowledge the fact that we didn't come back to it. What were you gonna say with it? Well, I'll, it doesn't matter. 
Okay. I can talk, but like we've totally discussed that point and we have moved on. I think people want to know now. It's really not that exciting. But it's but you should bring people with you to Starbucks. Exactly. Yeah. No, like oh. if being financially wise is some is one of your goals and you've told your community like, "Hey, I want to cut back on like spending leaks and stuff." Maybe asking them, can I go to Starbucks, is the right decision. Mm-hmm. And we were joking that, like, oh, things like that aren't actually that important. But maybe that is. If financial goals, like, are something you need accountability on, then maybe you do need to say, hey, friends, should I go to Starbucks? And they need to say, no, you've already bought, gone twice this week and you've used all your coffee money for the month. You know? That's true. I do think a lot of it is accountability under mm-hmm. under that wisdom section. Yeah. Anyways, we didn't need to open up the podcast back again. But Natasha wants to tattoo, and you should ask your friends before going to Starbucks. That's what I learned. Also, if you're someone that isn't making a decision right now, but you have a friend that is, maybe this is a great way to start conversations about how you want to help them make that decision. Exactly. Sending this podcast up. Sorry, that's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this. So it starts right here. Share the podcast with your friends. We are so appreciative that you join us, and we'll catch you back next week. Bye.